Welcome to Let's Talk, monthly podcast where we discuss issues pertaining to advanced practice nursing. I am your host, Wendy Carson Smith. Today, our guest is Katie Harris, a nurse and entrepreneur. As she likes to say, she is a nursepreneur. Katie is a registered nurse who has empowered hundreds of nurses to monetize their knowledge and skills in business. She owns Nursepreneurs, Concierge Nurse Services, and the MP Life, which provides first assist staffing in neurosurgery. Thank you again to our guest, Dr. Katie Harris. Thank you um, so much for having I- me. <laughs> this <was> great. <laughs> You describe yourself as a nursepreneur. What is this and how did you transition from hospital or traditional nursing to running your nursing businesses? <laughs> That's a great question. And I'm, I'm going to have to be honest with the nursepreneur. That was, I just got tired of saying nurse entrepreneur. And then one day I was like, nursepreneur. And I'm like, oh, I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just too much of a mouthful. But yeah, so, and you see that kind of tradition or transition everywhere. You have docpreneurs, mamapreneurs, healthpreneurs, all kind of stuff. So I like it uh, because I'm very nurse specific and, you know, it just fits. But the the transition from hospital, so really, honestly, I've been a nurse practitioner for, oh my gosh, I think I'm coming on 10, 15, like 15 years. I've been a nurse for about 20 some years, um, all in neurosurgery. And each step of the way, I just kind of kept hitting a, a ceiling effect, right? So as a nurse, I got to a certain point where I wanted to do more things, but you know, I, I couldn't, it was either you kind of stay in your base or or you move on. And the, the only thing I knew mm-hmm. what to do was to go get another degree. So I went and got another <laughs> degree. And uh, that was my nurse practitioner. And it kind of was the same thing. I, you know, as a nurse practitioner, I loved the role, but the hospital that I was working at at the time kind of had me as a disempowered resident. That's how I felt. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was really frustrated. I had all these ideas and they're like, yeah, that's great, but we just want you to do this one thing. And one of the ideas that I initially had was to help patients are neuropatients to transition from the hospital setting to the outpatient setting. Because what you saw, what we saw in particular was I would get these patients that I'd sent home and the next day they were back in the hospital. I'm like, what are you doing here? And they're like, well, Mm -hmm. I had a headache and I called the resident and the resident told me to go to the ED and the ED admitted them to the hospital. And I was like, well, this, this is crazy. So I started a small business where I was helping those patients to transition from hospital. And I said, here's my cell phone, call me. And, you know, we can work work through some of these issues. And I really loved that model of working directly with the patient in a setting where they were just petrified, right? But Mm -hmm. it also was one of those epiphanies where I'm like, wow, like I can really evolve in business, right? I, I don't need to just stop here. There's so many ideas that I could do to evolve different businesses and I started looking into them, started looking to see what other nurses were doing, what other non-nurses were doing, and it was just amazing. (laughs) Were you able to figure out the data associated with your work? Because initially it sounds like you were able to keep a lot of people out of the ER. And if you're keeping them out of the ER, then you're saving money for the insurance company as well as for the client. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I didn't, it's not something that I was really focused on. And it was really a pilot for me uh, to see that I could do it. And it wasn't actually the business that I went headstrong with. Um, It was just kind of that foray into entrepreneurialism where I was like, I started out doing it for free, then started charging some patients. And then, you know, it got to the point where uh, I would approach I approached the hospital system and the hospital system didn't want me to do what I was doing because it, it got political and they didn't want me because you can you can bill for transitional care and yes. the primary care doctors might have been able to bill for transitional care, which they never do. But so the hospital's like, we don't want to upset the trans the primary care doctors, so you can't do this. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so you were doing it through the hospital setting as opposed to your independent business, right? Right. And they didn't want you because of the docs to not, right? That, to to preclude them from building, right? So then then it was like, well, how do I find patients that just had a stroke or neurologic injury that need transitional care if I'm not already their primary provider? And that kind of took me on a road of business and marketing and how do you find these people and the sales and marketing piece of it. So so do you do your own sales and marketing or do you reach out to someone else oh, for that? No, I, I do it now. <laughs> yeah, I do my own sales <laughs> and marketing now, but it was a it was a learning curve and it took a long time to, to figure that part out. One would think that doctors would want you to do this kind of service. They they didn't want you to provide it. So I would think that they would be supportive and make the referrals. You would think. Um, but yeah, there, there was a host of uh, just political issues that surrounded it that just really kind of made me like really, uh, I, I just get disenfranchised with the healthcare system in a lot of ways because it, it I feel like it, tends to stifle creativeness and especially when you're in a big hospital system and that's where you know you kind of get stuck in this position where they just want you to do this one thing they don't want you to do other things they they just want me to be that the nurse practitioner on the neurosurgery service and for me for my personality that it just wasn't enough so did that lead to you setting up concierge nurse services or what What came afterwards? Yes. So the, the okay. concierge nurses was a takeoff of that model. So I thought, okay, well, it would, in my mind, would be easier to go after a patient population that had a same-day surgery that was accustomed to paying out of pocket because I didn't want to go through insurance companies and all that kind of stuff in the first go-round. So what I did with concierge nurses was build that relationship. What I learned in sales and marketing was build the relationships first uh, and then open the business. So I started going out to all the plastic surgeons in my area, identified all of them, the top 50 that I wanted to work with, and then just started building relationships, going to their office, meeting the office manager, going to their conferences, uh, just kind of showing up everywhere. Okay. Yeah, so that's how we built the referral base for that. And now it is the the surgeons that say, hey, you're having same-day surgery, but, you know, you're having whatever done. Concierge nurses can they'll pick you up. They take you back to your hotel or home, and they, they'll, they'll stay with you. And then it becomes an endorsement. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's worked out great from that model. And about how many nurses work with you to provide these services? So right now, I, there's three of us. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's been good and it's something that's growing steadily. It's something that it takes a long time to build relationships <laughs> and longer oh, yes. than 
I was expecting. It's, you know, I just wanted to be like, well, I'm going to open my doors and, you know, tomorrow I'll have patience and it just doesn't work that way. So building that relationship and them trusting, because like I said, it is an endorsement when they say, here's concierge nurses, they're basically saying, we trust these people and, and you should too. So in order to get to that level, you have to just keep going back. Well, let's look at the nuts and bolts of the business model right now. With concierge nurses, did you have a problem getting uh, insurance? Wait, we don't take insurance. So I'm talking about getting malpractice underwriting coverage uh, for the uh, business. No, no, no. Uh, that that mm-hmm. wasn't a problem. Uh, and malpractice for me as a nurse practitioner is actually not that expensive. And for my nurses, it's, it, it's extremely inexpensive. So that wasn't a problem. Okay. And are you incorporated in your state? It's an LLC. Uh, so, yes. Okay. Okay. Now, though, um, do you have to have a business license on top of the LLC? I'm just curious. Yes. Because I want people to know more about what your model looks like. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm operating out of the, the city of Philadelphia. So the city of Philadelphia has its own rules and regulations. And this is the stuff you kind of learn the hard way sometimes. Um, so, you know, you think that you just go out and get the LLC and it's so easy to open up, right? You go to legal Zoom mm-hmm. or whatever you want to go through and um, the LLC gets set up uh, through the state. And then you realize that there's city things and there's sale tax things and there's like all kinds of variations of uh, yeah. <laughs> stuff that you need, legalese stuff. So I okay. highly recommend getting a lawyer for this kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. And tell me, with your three nurses that work with you, how did you recruit them to work with you? And what are your requirements for them? Because I'm sure you got serious, very specific requirements seeing that they are providing concierge services. Yes. So the nurses that I have working with me are, I handpicked them. So they're nurses Mm -hmm. that I've worked with and I was looking for a particular personality type, right? Uh, So somebody that would, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, but so the plastic surgery patient that's going in for, let's say, a, a mommy makeover who has spent $50,000 for the surgery that's coming out that wants to go home, they need a particular type of nurse that's willing to be indulgent, let's say. Uh, of and, course. <laughs> and, you know, I, there's some nurses where I was just like, no, I absolutely don't want you. You're a little bit too rough around the edges, you know, and you're too nice. You know, it's just like a, a very just a, a nurse that's accommodating, indulgent, but also strong. So my nurses are Mm -hmm. surgical or critical care type nurses that, one, have dealt with surgeons in the past. Uh, They're not afraid to call a surgeon at three in the morning, and they're not afraid to argue with them. So those... That's that's what you need. That's exactly what you need. Now, have you considered uh, franchising the model or expanding out to other jurisdictions? I have, yes. Uh, And it was something that I wanted to put together a, an operational manual. So I want enough um, experiences with patients or I don't want to say mishaps, but places where we're like, oh, we really need to have some kind of policy for that because it's a learn as you go model, right? So there's certain things that we have in place. And then there's certain encounters that we come up against that we're like, oh, we need, we need a policy for that. So I, I really want to have a good year's experience of patient care and patient situations that before we expand outward. Okay. Now tell me, how do you help other nurses to develop their business skills? Now, which one of these businesses <laughs> is that? Is that the NP life? Is that nurse for nurse? Uh, 
I see here hydration operation. You done so many things. I want to know which one is the one that does right, the, so mentoring. the mentoring. Is the nursepreneurs and the the other ones? Okay. Um, I'm helping mentoring nurses, but taking equity in their business. So uh, you know that's. Oh, that's yeah, wonderful. So that, that's one. That's IV Hydration is is one of those companies. But the nursepreneurs is the mentoring aspect of it, and what I do is help nurses to discover just what they're passionate about. And a lot of it is stuff that I do for free on my blog or in podcasting or other means is teaching them that they actually have an expertise that they can turn into a business model in the first place. Because it's an area where there's a lot of education that needs to go into it and a lot of just breaking down mindset barriers for nurses and helping them to see that they do have a very intense expertise. Because when I first started, you know, I, I would say to a nurse, uh, what is your expertise? Oh, well, you know, I've done, I've done like 6,000 different jobs. and <laughs> But there's an expertise there. We just need to dig into it, you know. <laughs> you know, maybe you are like the IV queen and maybe IV hydration is something exactly. that you could do. But mm-hmm. uh, uncovering that expertise is something that I, I love to do. It's, it's so much fun for me. Now, tell me this. If you're investing equity into these business, do you have an equity fund system? Set up so other nurses or people can invest in these businesses. No, that, that's that's an interesting idea. No, I haven't thought of that. <laughs> well, when we get offline, yeah. we will talk some more about that because that is something that I think you might want to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're you're right. That's that's why it's good to talk to people, <laughs> get ideas like that. Now, where do you envision your business, your business says, in five to 10 years? So one of the reasons that um, I started the businesses was for just professional growth to kind of evolve. But I also like to have my freedom. I like to move around and I've, I've always traveled. It's something that I've, I've loved doing. The businesses allow me to do that. So when I have equity in these different companies, you know, it's it's somewhat passive income, but a lot of it's mentoring as well. So that's what I, I really want to do is I, I want to get a, a subset of nurses to the six-figure mark, and then I want to start mentoring the six-figure and higher type of nurses and really focus on uh, that subset of nurses, which is going to be, it's going to be smaller, but, you know, that's, that's the group that I'm, uh, you know, the group that's totally passionate about what they're doing. And because get the getting started piece, there's a learning curve there, and a lot of the nurses aren't willing to invest a lot of money early on, which is understandable. I'm, I'm actually the, the, I was the same way. I'm like, oh, I can do it. I don't need anybody. And <laughs> two years later, I'm like, I need somebody, <laughs> I need somebody to help me. Um, but early on, I feel like if you just give them the right skill set, there's certain things that you just need to do. And if they're willing to do that, then they'll just manifest themselves as, as a, um, a serious business owner or somebody that's going to be successful. Okay, then what would you recommend for any nurse who is envisioning going into business? What are those three things that you think they should do to start out and to start out on a successful footing? The first thing they need to do is is decide what their passion and interest is. So they need to find some kind of expertise, knowledge, or passion that they have. So um, figure that out. And then they need to go out and talk to 
an audience of people that they want to work with. So what I love about business is it's the one opportunity that you get to choose the people that you want to work with. You, you know, you don't have to work with everyone, whatever comes your yes, way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you choose that audience. And once you choose that audience, then you really need to spend a lot of time talking to them and listening to what their problems are. And they will tell you what their problems are if you, and you just have to be ready to listen and, uh, you know, I tell a lot of my nurses, I'm like, you need to go into work and just listen to the patients complain and, and really, really, really listen to what they're saying. Not, you know, the food stinks, you stink, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's just what is the root of that problem? And when you get to the root of the problem, what is it that you could do to solve that problem? So that's kind of, you know, where I try to get them because it can be hard. Like a lot of everybody wants to, to come up with some magical product and, and take it to market and that kind of good stuff. And, you know, that's all a great idea and stuff. But there's a huge service that nurses can provide to the patients if they're just willing to listen. Well, next year, this time, I want you to bring on one of those six-figure fund um, um, businesses that you have mentored into being. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we're going to say thank you to you for joining us. This has been really enlightening. I have enjoyed today so very much. I want you to give us your contact information so if somebody wants you to mentor them, you can reach out to them directly. So tell tell them how do they best get in contact with you? Well, they can email me and my name is Katie with a C. So it's C-A-T-I-E at katieharris.com or they can certainly go to my website and uh, I have free gifts and training on my website for anybody who's interested in starting a business. And your website is? katieharris.com. Okay, you heard it, katieharris.com for nursepreneurs, visionary nurses who are trying to get into business. Again, thank you to our guest, Katie Harris, for joining us. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave us a positive rating on iTunes. Let's Talk is part of Carson Company, a nursing consulting firm. And if you'd like to know more about us, um, reach out to us at Let's Talk Podcast or visit us at carsonco.net. That is C-R-S-O-N-C-O dot net. You can also find us on our Facebook page. We will be back next month with another episode. And I look forward to speaking to all of my nurse friends. Have a great day. And we are signing off from Let's Talk.